What is up, guys? Back with another episode of the Stone Thoughts Podcast here. And you know what? Tonight is a fucked up night because I know I uploaded my sh- my short episode should be going up by now. But after I posted that like short episode talking about like liminal spaces and all that, I had the weirdest fucking thing happen to me, right? So you know how you guys can hear my cat like screaming for me. Now he's on my lap. So the weirdest shit has been happening tonight, all right? The first thing that happened was I was recording that episode of my room, sitting on my bed, like like I would normally be doing at this given time of night, like just chilling in my room or on the couch, scrolling through my phone, maybe playing a game on the Xbox. And it's been like weirdly stormy lately. And every time my wife and I are home alone, like if I'm at work or if she's at work, the house gets this like weird unsettling vibe to it. And I want to talk to you guys about it tonight because I wasn't going to talk about it on the podcast, but God damn it. I want someone with experience to reach out to me, whether it's through Twitter, Instagram. I do not care. Like I am having a bad time here. So let's talk about it and let's tell a couple paranormal stories just to get me a little more paranoid. I know you can hear my cat like screeching at me. I don't know what he wants. He has food. He has water. He just wants love, huh, Bubba? But, like, okay, so what happened right after I finished recording that other episode? Three cabinets in my kitchen just slammed shut because I'm closing every door in my house right now. I'm terrified of bathrooms at night. My cat just ran in here. Oh, my God, dude. Come on. Out of there. So this is going to be a bit different of an episode tonight because I'm in like full panic mode so I'm back in my room right now like I'm just kind of pacing the house because I'm paranoid anyways my my, my high is totally gone I'm gonna step outside to hit my pen in a minute fair warning it's windy outside all right so I'm looking at my cabinets in my kitchen now I have turned every light in the house on by the way and like you heard me close that one now I'm closing this one now I'm closing this one Like, that was like three cabinet doors that were just open right now that when I had literally just walked into my room were not open. So I'm having a really weird fucking night tonight. This is not acting, I swear on God. This is like 100% true and I'm a little bit stoned still. But I'm going to ignore the ghosts and the googlies and hope they go googlies. Is it googlies for monsters in Spanish? I don't know. But I'm going to ignore all the negative shit going on in my house at the moment. And now that I've closed all the doors, my cat seems more chill. He's rubbing up on stuff again. And then top it off earlier too, I was sitting here playing my game and we have this skateboard deck that's just sitting in our living room because it's not on a board, it's more of a decorative piece. But I'm sitting here playing my game thinking about what I'm gonna talk about on the podcast tonight. And the skateboard deck literally like flipped. It flipped, it fell, made a loud noise, made me super duper uncomfy. And I was just like, oh, well, it probably just fell over, like, you know, trying to blow it off. And it wasn't something I could blow off because last night, well, this morning, I had this super terrifying fucking nightmare of of my house, right? It's just me home. You know, the, the, my, my, my wife and my baby had gone somewhere 
and you know, all, so the kids were with my wife. I was home alone for whatever reason. I don't know. I don't think I would ever actually do that, but it, it happened. I was home alone. Maybe it was they had gone out before I got home from work or something like that. But I came home, came inside, locked the door, sat down on the couch, and like turned on TV, right? And the door in my dream, the door locked, like I have it locked right now, but I'll show you the exact sound that I heard in my dream was just this, just the door click open. Yes, I just relocked it too. The lock on the door just click open. And the door opened in my in, in this dream. And like I just got covered with like this really cold feeling. I woke up in sweats. Like I'm genuinely scared of like these kind of nightmares because I always have a feeling like they mean something. Like, I'm wondering if, like, something got in the house or, like, anything like that happened. And then I hear footsteps occasionally in the house, but I just always blame my neighbors for that because I don't want to admit that my apartment might be haunted. Like, we're not going there. We're not going there. I'm getting chills just even thinking about this shit. So, that's what happened to me tonight. So, I figured I would share a couple of my stories. And actually, I hit up a buddy of mine. And so, I'm going to tell one of his stories, too. So my story, my first story of my paranormal experiences involving cannabis, there was one time where we had smoked at a buddy of mine's house, right? And he had always, we'd always made jokes about like, oh, your house is fucking haunted. Oh, there's like ghosts in your house. Oh, one day you're going to wake up and there's going to be some weird shit going on. And basically we, we were fucking with him, right? All the time. We were just constantly fucking with him. And then one night he's like, all right, will you guys come spend the night in my house and tell me what you think? Because we would never stay the night at this friend's house. This was just the friend's house that would go over to the day to smoke when his parents were at work. And then we would just go to like another friend's house, right? So we go, all right, cool. We're going to stay the night at your house. And my buddy's like, yeah, I'll bring my Xbox. And he goes, no, we're not playing video games. He goes, we're just going to sit down. We're going to smoke. We're going to watch some scary movies. And you guys are going to have to deal with my house. My parents are gone this weekend. Just show up, come by whenever. And we're like, all right, bet. So we go through with this plan. We tell our mom. I tell my mom about it because my mom is kind of the person that got me into like spooky stories and stuff, like scary things like that. So my mom is the one who like, anytime I was going to go do something stupid and potentially like paranormal and or life-threatening, I would tell my mom and she'd just be like, oh, cool. Like, tell me what happens. And this night was ridiculous. Now I'm going to see if I can step outside and hit my pen. And hopefully the wind doesn't get picked up too much on the podcast. Oh, it's going to get picked up on the podcast. Enjoy the wind ASMR, guys. not help that I just looked out at the pool area too and like I always feel like there's somebody in the pool area at night trips me out scares me a little bit all right now that we refresh that high I'll hit the vape a couple more times while I'm outside so 
The night begins with us getting to our friend's house. He's got the DVD players set up in his living room. He's got some pretty, like, top-notch up there horror movies, right? Like, he's got, I think this was when Paranormal Activity was still a cool thing. And, like, he had The Exorcist. He had, um, there was, there was a few. I think Cabin in the Woods was a good horror movie at that point in time, too. Like, there, he just had a whole bunch of horror movies, man. I don't even know. Some of them were, like, those B-Studio horror movies that are so bad that they're good. Like, if you guys haven't seen Zombievers yet, go look that fucking movie up. It's, it is a trip to watch. So we kick off the evening when the sun's still up. My buddy brought his Xbox anyway. So we set up the Xbox, played some games for a little bit, and he goes, all right, sun's down. Time for the real shit. And he puts on, he puts on Paranormal Activity. And the whole time we're watching this movie, nothing really, like, sketchy happens. And... At some point in the movie, about like over halfway through the movie, we hear something slam from the kitchen, which is like 15 feet away from us. And I don't mean like a pot that was stacked wrong, like clicking down into another pot underneath it or something like that in the cupboards that could happen like on its own, just via the science of friction, gravity, and things like that. I mean like something slammed in his kitchen like what just happened to me tonight a cabinet door or some shit slammed in the kitchen and i was not having it i was like dude if shit like that keeps happening i'm fucking leaving he goes oh it gets worse as the night goes on it'll get worse trust me and this motherfucker pulls out a candle lights it and puts it in the middle of the room And starts reading off this fucking paper that he has, right? And this is when we found out about another game that he wanted to play with us. And I'm really even, like, scared to talk about this because I just realized it is literally 12 o'clock midnight as we speak. So, he wants to play the Midnight Man game. And he reads off the thing, pulls out, like, a sewing needle, and he's like, Okay, I need to prick all of our fingers, and we all need to take a candle and light it from this candle... And then, like, we have to go all around the house. And he explains the rules of the game to us. I guess you, like, you put the note on your door or something to, like, let the midnight man in. And you're supposed to move throughout the house. And if your candle goes out, that means the midnight man is close to you. And you're supposed to relight your candles. So we all had lighters. But keep in mind, we were all fucking baked when my homie pulled this shit on us, right? And he's like, yeah, if your candle goes out, that means that, like... You know, the Midnight Man's close, and we have to avoid staying too close to each other. Uh, By the way, this friend had a huge house. Huge. To the point that, like, we could each be on opposite sides of the house, and we would not be able to see the other person. But we all looked at each other like, you know what? Fuck it. All right. Like, if this is what you want to do, this is what you want to do to try to scare us, man. Go ahead, man. It's not going to work, dude. And it fucking worked. We started walking around the house. And then he did the thing where, like, he opened the door. We all have our lit candles. And I don't know if it was because I was high and I was just in the moment. But, like, I swear, I felt I felt like a whoosh of wind. And I was like, oh. Oh, hell no. So, I'm walking around the house and I go into the kitchen. Oh, my God, my fucking cat, dude. Stop scratching shit. You scared the fuck out of me, dude.
So I walk into the kitchen and like my candle goes out almost instantly. Like I cross from like the hallway into the kitchen and it's just like whoosh candles out and I'm like I got my lighter out I I don't move from that spot like I'm relighting my candle and I swear dude I felt like someone was standing like next to me like behind me on my left side standing there watching me relight it and finally I get the candle relit and it was like I started walking again like you're supposed to like walk like quickly away from that area I start walking around the corner I run into my one of my friends and I almost punched him like dude I shit you not like I almost beat the shit out of my friend And I was like, hey, don't go in the kitchen. And my buddy's like, fuck, there's not really anywhere else left for me to go. Like, I have to go that way because we can't go the same way. And I was like, you know what? Just stick with me for a minute. Not too long because I was like, we don't want to, if this thing is real, we don't want to piss this thing off. My friend is like, all right, dude, like, I can can level with that. And so we both go down, like, the long hallway to where the rooms are. We split off into different rooms at the end. Because, like, his parents had a game room and they had an office. So I went into the office and my other friend went into the game room. And we're going around his whole house, like, dodging each other by going into rooms and shit. And I go into a bedroom, right? And the door, wide open. I made sure that shit was wide open. Candle goes out again. And I'm freaking out trying to relight my candle. My candle won't relight. So, I guess part of this was, like, we each had salt. Like, a little Ziploc baggie with salt in it. My friend said, he goes, if you can't relight your candle in, like, 30 seconds, he's like... Pour the salt in a circle around you and sit in a circle and don't move until 3.33 a.m. Like, if you leave that circle, like, the midnight man can get you, I guess, or some shit like that. And so I pull out the bag, spin in a circle, like, make a circle of salt, and just sit my ass down because I'm like, I don't think this is real, but I am not taking my fucking chances on that. So, that was like, that was a disturbing night. Because as I'm in the circle, I feel another, like, whoosh of wind around me. And it's just a bad time. Like, I felt that whoosh of wind and, like, like something felt legitimately angry, like, pissed at me. That I had made the salt circle and was sitting in it. Like, I, I felt like something wanted to eat me. And so I, my heart was racing. I was freaking out. And I realized I still had my weed and my pipe in my pocket. So I pulled that shit out real quick and I was like, I'm just gonna take a couple of hits while I'm sitting in this circle. Well, one of the rules was like, don't fall asleep. And I am going to be honest with you wholeheartedly, full disclosure, I knocked the fuck out sitting in the circle. Knocked the fuck out. Like I, I slept better in that salt circle than I think I've ever slept in any hotel any room with me and my friends were on tour, anything, dude, any, like, any sleep, like, that salt circle just felt safe, I don't know why, but, like, as a teenager, it was also probably because I was super baked, and I just turned around from being by my front door and looked into my kitchen, and I swear to God, I just saw, like, a shadow thing move, and, uh, I've already told everything that if there is something in the house, I'm like, not today, today's not the day, let's not play this game today, So, I have some sage, and I'm going to light some tonight and blow it around after the podcast because I don't want to deal with this creepy shit. So, this next story is a little bit more long, 
drawn out and genuinely creepy. And it's about one of my friends in high school slash middle school who was dating a girl that professed herself to be an honest to God witch. Now, I'm going to take a quick break. I will be right back with that next segment. Enjoy the ad. Alright, what is up guys? Sorry, I had to take a quick little break. I really had to like, I, I had to pee and I wasn't about to put that on the podcast. So, allow me to continue where we left off. This next story is going to be about the time that, yes, a buddy of mine was dating this girl who claimed to be an honest to God witch. And... The weirdest part about the whole thing was, like, my buddy would try to get us, like, roped into, like, her spells and all that kind of stuff. I'm not saying I don't believe in that shit, because I believe, like, I don't want to sit here and be, like, an adult and say, I believe in magic. But I believe that, like, some things had to be true at one point in time, because there's so many different stories across so many different civilizations that sounds so similar in the ways that things have happened that I feel like denying that at least anything ever happened is like, is, it's gotta be one of the weirdest things ever. And what I mean by that is like, For example, dragons, like, okay, there's Japanese dragons, and then there's, like, European dragons, and then there's North American, like, the Thunderbirds, or whatever you want to call them, but there's some sort of giant flying beast from three different cultures with recorded evidence that they had believed in them, that they had seen them across three different continents, four if you count, like, the giant birds in, I believe it's South America, like, there, there's there's something for, like, every continent, some, like, great beast. And I just think it's not that likely that nothing like that ever existed. Like, there had to be something at some point that was massive, big, flying, whether it was covered with scales or feathers. Who knows? I sure as hell don't. We're stepping outside again because I'm, I'm going I'm to hit my vape a couple more times. But I guess, like, one of the big things that gets me about all of it is, like, there's so many different things that could be considered magical as well. Like, come on, look at a lot of the stuff like herbology and the study, like, sciences that was deemed witchcraft. Look at, like, you know, the burning of the Library of Alexandria. Imagine we had all that ancient knowledge and knew what they knew and, like, look at what they all believed in. Like, come on now. But anyways, this friend was dating a girl that professed herself to be an honest-to-God, like, natural-born witch, right? And she would always get us roped into these, like, weird scenarios and things like that that made me, like, super uncomfortable. Like, one time, for example, the story I'm telling you tonight, she wanted to do a summoning ritual to summon, like, spirits, basically. So... We went to one of the parks in my hometown and 
Like, it was weird because it was nighttime. And what was weird about it was we went to this park literally in the dead of the night. And she had brought this, like, duffel bag, backpack, small duffel bag with her. And we go into the park and we're sitting there, we're hanging out. Me and my buddies are sitting on the swings, you know, smoking and just like, we're like, oh, is there cops coming? Oh, there's no cops. We're good, dude. Like, let's just finish this J and then we'll like jet out of here. My buddy goes, hold on, guys. My girlfriend wanted to do something tonight. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, okay, what are we doing? She tells us all to come sit around her in a circle. And out of this bag, she pulls a book, a bow tie, like a, a child's bow that they would put in their hair, a sandal, and like like a little kid's sandal. And she pulls out like uh, this creepy looking fucking baby doll that looked like it had been left in the street and like run over a bunch of times. And we all looked at her like, Oh, fuck no. Like, what the fuck is all this shit about? And she goes, we're going to summon the spirits of children who have played at this park before. And I'm sitting there like, oh, hell no. Okay, all right. I look at me and my buddy look at each other like, no, fuck that. Like, we're out. And she goes, you just got to sit here and just participate. Just close your eyes and think. I'm like, I'm not closing my eyes in a park at night when you're summoning spirits. And she goes, my buddy's like, dude, just shut up. Just do it. Just do it. Like, come on, go along with it. And I was like, man, like, he had to be like, he had to be getting some out of that deal. I mean, seriously, that that's, that's fucking terrifying. So I'm like, all right, whatever, fuck it. Let's do it. And like, I close my eyes and like, just sitting there and she starts talking like, like spirits gathered here tonight. If there's anybody present. And I'm just like, hmm, hmm, all right. And I shit you not, we started like feeling like somebody was walking in circles around us. And she just literally pulls that fucking exorcist level horror. And she's like, they're here. And I was like, can I open my eyes? She's like, don't open your eyes. Don't open your eyes. Like, we're not supposed to perceive their forms. And I'm just like, all right, this is fucked up. Like, I was like, I'm so, I was so ready to do it. And... Like, I was so ready to just open my eyes and bolt, but, like, something about the fear that I felt held me in place. And all of a sudden, like, she's, like, talking and whispering to, like, these children, like, we're not here to hurt you. We just wanted to stay high. Say hi to them. Like, and I was like, oh, fuck no. And she was, if you're here, touch them on the, touch someone on the shoulder and let me know. Like, tell us you're here. And I heard, I shit you not. Like, a kid's voice whisper in my ear and go, hi. And I was like, oh, fuck. I, I almost opened my eyes. I was like, okay, a kid just whispered on my ear. And my buddy next to me is like, dude, I heard that shit. And I was like, fuck this. So me and my best friend were like, you need to turn this off. So she goes, fine, I'll stop. Spirits be gone, whatever the fuck. And she's like, okay, we're good now. And me and my best friend were like, fuck this. We're going to go back to his house, smoke, play some Halo. Fuck this, like, and we fucking left. And my cat is acting like a psychopath again. So, we yeah, we literally, like, dipped out of that situation. And this is where my friend's iteration of what happened next comes in. So, he was supposed to be coming back with us, and he tells us, like, oh, yeah, guys, like, I'll be on my way there in, like, you know, 20 minutes. Like, I'm just going to walk her home. So we were like, all right, cool. Like, you're just going to take your girlfriend home, whatever, like, 
meet us back at the pad, we'll smoke, just don't get caught up, you know, whatever. And so we leave. My friend tells me, after we left, she sat there and stared at him and was like, I want to do it again. And he was like, you want to do what? Summon those ghost kids again? And he was like, no fucking way. He's like, that shit was scary. So she's like, I want to do it again. Come on, let me do it again. And finally, he's like, whatever, fine, fuck it, do it. And he told uh, he told us the next day that what happened was he felt like cold instantly as she was doing this ritual. And he said that like it felt like something huge was like standing behind him. And he kept telling his girlfriend, stop, turn it off. That's not a child. Like, that's not a kid behind me. I don't know what that is. And he said that his girlfriend told him that she had opened her eyes to make sure there wasn't a person there. Thus breaking the rule that she told us. And she said she saw some kind of like big, tall shadow demon standing behind him. And she turned off the ritual, I guess, and it went away. And I was just like, dude, the next day when he told us this, or well, later that night, because he came to the house, but it was like three in the morning when he got home. He was so shaken up. And we asked him, like, dude, what the fuck took you so long? And he's like, I walked my girlfriend home, but like she did that ritual again. And I feel like something's following me around now. Something's following me. And for like weeks after that, if we would go out at night, he would literally randomly like, freeze in his tracks and tell us guys we need to turn around like I can't go down this street it's standing there we're like what's standing there he's like the thing that came that night my girlfriend was at the park dude it's fucking standing right there like it's standing there and we told him we're like dude you're just tripping out like relax man there's nothing there like we didn't see anything but maybe it's because we weren't in the ritual or some shit like that I don't know I don't know how all that spooky witchcraft works and like he literally would freeze and tell us, I'm not going that way. Let's go this way. We go a different way. And what freaked us out was one night, three or four days after this had happened, we went to the big park in the town where I grew up, like the huge park where it has like a field and basketball courts next to like a YMCA and shit. We're having a good time. You know, we're smoking. We're put, we had just puffed out a bowl in the backside of the park in the bushes. Like we're walking around the park, walking over to the playground. Like we're going to go sit on the swings, right? Have a good time. And my friend tells me, we can't go that way. Look at the bathrooms. Because there was a bathroom right behind the playground. Right? And he goes, look in the bathroom door, the men's door. He goes, you can't tell me you can't see her standing there. To which we were like, her? What do you mean her? And he goes, this isn't the thing I've been seeing. This is something different. This looks fucking terrifying. This looks fucking scary. Like, she's real. She's right there. And we both look up and sure as shit, it looked like there was a woman in like a gray dress standing in the door between the two bathrooms where all you could see was the dim light from like the inside of the door to go into like go into the bathrooms, like that dull, really old school yellow dark light that really doesn't light it up at all, but kind of makes it like passable to walk through. It's like that super artificial bright yellow, but these were like the more orangey old school street light colored lights and we're looking at her and she's just staring us down like she didn't look like zombified or anything like that but she was literally staring us down like daring us to walk over there so what we did was all three of us 
turned around and started walking the opposite direction. And my friend was like, guys, guide me. I'm going to walk backwards. And we're like, why, dude? And he tells us, he goes, she can't move if you're looking at her. And I was like, what the fuck is she? And he goes into this, like, he was part of, he was like, he was straight up Native American. Like his mom and dad were born on the res. He was Native American as hell. Not that that's like a big deal or a racial thing. I love everybody and everybody is equal. This friend happened to be Native American. So we'd heard stories out on the reservation. He started telling us about how these used to be Indian lands. And like, he was, he was being told that like, there were vengeful spirits on this land and they would take the shape of like man, woman, child. Basically, he told us it was like a skinwalker because there's no way that thing was an actual like woman just standing in the bathroom at night unless it was a crackhead, which is always a possibility. But she was literally like staring us down, like, come over here. Like, it felt like it was like fucking Scorpion from Mortal Kombat level bullshit. The whole fucking get over here. Like, and my buddy was walking backwards and we had our hands on his shoulders, like guiding him backwards out of the park. And he ends up, like, telling us, basically, guys, like, we can't do this, like, I can't do this nighttime shit anymore. We're going to go out. We need to go out in, like, the afternoon. And that's when I knew it was something real because my friend was genuinely, like, scared, scared. Like, he was petrified of whatever this thing we saw was. And that's when, like... For a while, we would not go out at night. We'd always have our snacks and be back at a buddy's house or whatever by like eight o'clock. And it's just crazy to think about because like I really am not a fan of like spooky shit happening to me when I'm out and about by myself. As I've told you guys stories on the podcast before, this is a pretty common thing with me. I don't know why I attract shit like this, but I fucking do. And I, I, I've gotten to the point in my life where I just kind of embrace it and expect it to happen. But, like, it was just really, really weird that night. Like, seeing something like that. Like, imagine just walking down the street and you see someone just staring at you from the end of the street. Like, fuck that. My poor buddy kept seeing that fucking monster thing that he told us about for, like, weeks after the ritual thing had happened. And he told his girlfriend about it. And, like, I guess she gave him some kind of crystal and... Like, they broke up shortly after that because he said he started seeing other shit in his house and, like, outside or at night if he'd walked, like, like to the store or something. Like, he'd be like, oh, man, I keep seeing shit. I keep seeing shit. And, yeah, I get it. Like, he was coming from a place of genuine fear. Like, the fear in this man's eyes was, like, real, real. Like, he saw some weird shit. And I'm sure being, like, raised on the reservation, too, like, he heard stories about this shit. Probably at least like once or twice a week around the fire or whatever. Whatever the fuck they did. When, last time I went to a reservation, we sat around the fire. So I don't know if that's a regular occurrence or what. But yeah, like that is exactly what happened. And it was weird because we saw the second apparition too. So let me know what you guys think. If you're watching this on YouTube in the comments, tell me. Ghost or girl? Or we'll do it. A third option of Skinwalker. But anyways, guys. I hope you enjoyed this story. I hope you guys had a good night. It's kind of fun that my friends are starting to like collab and throw their stories on here too. 
like it, it really makes it a little bit more worthwhile because I have a lot of stories. Yeah, but a lot of my stories have similar occurrences and similar endings when it comes to being stoned in public. And the scary stories are kind of fun to tell. But anyways, guys, that's all I got for today. So I will talk to all of you on the next episode of the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. Good night.